You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to the Mint Money Conversations. This is a weekly discussion series where we are inviting experts from different areas of finance to help you decode COVID world and the post-COVID world with your money. Today we are looking at life insurance from different windows, and we are essentially asking the question that has there been a shift from savings? insurance as savings to insurance as pure protection and this believe me is a big change i'm delighted that there is a superb panel here to debate this topic with us and it is my pleasure to introduce vibha padalkar md ceo hdfc life mahesh kumar sharma md ceo sbi life prashant tripathi md ceo max life and p muralidhar Uh, executive director lic welcome to all of you on the panel and thank you so much for sparing time on this day uh, we know i mean thank it's you. everybody knows that covid has rewritten rules around uh, how we live our lives how we think about uh, what we're going to do about our health work wealth and um, although hard data is not yet available but we do know through conversations that life insurance industry in particular has seen a shift in the way at least a part of the market part of the consumers are looking at uh, life insurance where savings which is the bastion of life insurance in india we are beginning to see protection coming in and this is what i want to start off by asking the panel and uh, vibha i wanted to start with you that what has been that one big impact of covid in your mind for the individual and for the firm so thanks for having me here uh, monica um, yes this pandemic has been an inflection point for the individual like it like we have seen with other pandemics whether it's sars or mers and and other pandemics uh, that the realization that uh, that life is fragile that the sooner one protects one family and this includes health insurance health life uh that one is in a better off place so so the slow realization that how does one transfer an increasing amount of risk to an insurer so that one is able to sleep relatively better at night also what one is seeing is that maybe your neighbor or your immediate relatives have insurance of some kind and the realization that uh, oh i i missed the bus and maybe i was looking at wrong things like uh, or only certain types of parts to insurance like an irr for example as against also pure protection so that's the combination and that penny drop moment that has happened thank you uh, mahesh your skills are through the bank through spi what sort of messaging are you getting uh, through the feedback i would imagine that the first call for most people would be health insurance but in the life insurance segment are people suddenly more aware like is this this moment where insurance suddenly comes on to the attention of an average person who earlier was being sort of chased by this product but now is coming seeking some sort of uh, comfort by trying to buy a product like this yeah so hi monica uh, thanks for having me on the show uh yeah uh, we are definitely seeing uh, 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 an increased demand for uh, insurance uh, across the board uh, not just protection but protection definitely is 
the flavor of the season now what has happened is that uh, many people have realized that it is not uh, enough to have savings uh, it is not enough uh, you know one event can actually wipe out uh, all the savings that you may have and uh, that it's always uh, good to have uh, uh, protection uh, through insurance uh, so we uh, we also had a survey finding that almost 50% of the respondents said that uh, they don't have any kind of uh, financial uh, planning for a, for this kind of an event uh, for for their life or for their uh, medical requirements so i think that has come out very sharply with this and we can see a lot of demand uh, for example uh, one of our uh, uh, online products uh, through sbi uh, uh, sbi's euro platform uh, we have covered more than 4 lakh lives uh, till uh, september end uh, so that was something you know it's more than double what we did the entire uh, whole of last year so that's the kind of shift that we are seeing okay and prashant again similar question are you, are you seeing data hard data where people are one understanding that life insurance is important and two understanding that protection is hugely important as well hi monica thank you for having me here uh, absolutely we did witness that and uh, there are two or three trends that i like to highlight you uh, especially from our experience so uh, typically i mean we have been on this journey and we are trying to increase the penetration of protection for last few years and when we finish uh, last year uh, you know typically we will have one in three individual policies as protection policies now the moment april began april and may to some extent until june also that number became uh, almost 60% which means uh, more than one in two uh, and that that's the shift that we saw and you may remember that uh, actually the the perception of risk perhaps was highest during lockdown people were locked in their own homes and we didn't know what covid was and how it would impact our families uh, and hence we almost found people queuing up and uh, you know our overall underwriting uh, capacity came under a lot of st stress people had to work long hours actually to underwrite that uh, it still continues to be higher uh, it still continues one in two but what i have also witnessed is uh, that uh, starting you know opening up when it happened in july august september it got tapered a little bit so it's not at its peak because perhaps the perception of risk has gone down a little bit it's definitely higher than in past but not as high as how we saw it in the month of april may and june so it is tapering down a little bit but still continues to be very high i'm very happy with this trend because the uh, uh, people now are now realizing and you know uh, monica will be surprised to know that i will receive uh, you know frantic emails because people were so uh, people were fearing it so much saying that please issue it quickly to me because i don't have any any coverage so it's a, it's a step in the right direction perhaps it will settle at a significantly higher level than where it was last year right murli lic is the bastion of traditional savings products uh, did LIC also see this shift in terms of people actually asking for protection. I mean, this is one of the toughest products to sell to say you're going to die. Therefore, please buy this policy rather than this is what you get back in a few years. Yes, Monica, thank you for having me. Uh, yes, we have seen a shift in the uh, attitude of customers. In fact, uh, our term assurance portfolio has almost doubled over last year. In the same period, the the uh, product that are sold online has actually grown. 
100% or more than that actually that is the position you know covid has actually created a kind of a situation where people have yes increased the awareness and because of the awareness increase and because people are looking towards uh, lesser cost for insurance because premiums are cheaper in term insurance and buying is easy people are going for term insurance and there is a lot of inquiry that is coming to lic also about life insurance I mean, term insurance and recently the revisions in rates have also helped us in a way that our business is increasing in term insurance but then if you ask me uh term assurance is only a part of our business it's not complete as you already mentioned we do a lot of business on uh, savings but yes the shift is visible that people are becoming conscious about the need for insurance about the need for term assurance and therefore going in for term assurance plans one thing that i would like to specifically state here is that uh, unlike earlier we now are seeing a larger uh, sum assurance being taken up so people are not only spending money on term assurance but are also going into larger policies so that the coverage is higher so the per first person coverage will increase okay and this i mean this trend you're confirming what uh, you know i was picking up that uh, even through calls that i would get from people one they wanted to write their wills quickly because uh, who knew who would go next so they wanted to write their wills and uh, immediately along with that they wanted to buy a very large term insurance cover um i think for the industry it's a very very interesting moment because this sort of changes a lot of uh, premises on which life insurance has been built um so if we look at the product uh, 30 to 40 years ago india did not have financialization and really lic karalo was really the only thing that would work in terms of a versatile product in which you could invest in uh, gather a corpus get money back whole life you know so there was this whole inflow outflow there there was one company which could do all of that but then there's been a huge shift in terms of privatization financialization and now finance 101 which is now actually uh, disintermediating a lot of the intermediation industry and i'll come to that in a moment but i want to stay with what this means for the industry because term insurance is one cheaper therefore there is a whole uh, push on people it's a commodity at at a certain level you can actually compare easily across products you you can buy it and uh, viva i want to come back to you to say that how do you shift within the organization in terms of uh this new trend of people understanding one what insurance is and then choosing to buy a product which actually is good long term for a life insurance company in terms of value but uh the short term gains of in terms of say uh, uh you know the lapsation profits being booked all of that is you know that that doesn't work that well so how do how do how do companies recalibrate their own internal workings and especially for listed companies it becomes a really important question so you're talking uh, just to understand more generally and not specific to term yeah i'm just saying that if one that if people are now beginning to understand uh, risk mitigation is an issue you can transfer the risk two they are understanding that for a small premium you can buy a very large yeah. cover Yeah. Now that fundamentally changes the way insurance is built in India. 
So, you know, uh, Monica, I think <clears throat> pandemic is one thing. And uh, if you look at Google searches, April, May, June went up from um, uh, Jan, Feb, March of about 15% growth. It went up between 45% to 63% in April, May, June on the search term uh, of term insurance on Google. That has now tapered off a little bit to Prashant's point. Uh, and so I think this inflection point, those who, like you said, wanted to buy have bought or have tried to buy and have got stuck because of underwriting, medical underwriting and so on or, or some other issue uh, specific to their case. Now is the time for people to really realize that this isn't pandemic related and should not be uh, forgotten once the vaccine is around. Um, and so this will take time. And I, at HGC, like we, we actually like it to be brick by brick than meteoric. Usually meteoric the flavor of the season does not stay or is usually not, doesn't translate to good business uh, because the customer needs to fundamentally understand. Yes, certain populations are understanding that, but can I say across? No, I don't think so. So this uh, savings-led insurance as well as pure risk transfer will coexist at least for the next decade or at least for the next five, seven years. Uh, and one has to be as an entity adept in both and to say, okay, it doesn't matter how you cover yourself, but please cover yourself. Ideal way is this, but okay, if you don't like it or see it as an expense, then please cover yourself as a proxy. Or if you're not able to get a cover in terms of high, uh, fairly high multiples, then at least have a savings-led cover. Uh, so we, uh, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. And and also to your point on on on. Uh, surrender profits and so on, uh, you know, that is a short-term game. And you also mentioned listed companies. You can play that game for the short term, but the customer is never going to come back because he's lost his shirt, because he's misunderstood the product and he's exited in two, three years. And uh, and he's paid a heavy penalty, unless, of course, it's a unit-linked product, slightly different. But in traditional products, he's not going to come back. So, you know, that game is really not, uh, not a sustainable one. Uh, and really at cross purposes to why are we here in the first place, we are here to insure. Um, and so uh, that is a behavior. And, and I think companies that equally call their customers, no matter what the policy is, even if it's a traditional plan and even if it's an interest rate guaranteed plan, do you call the customer equal number of times to pay the premium as you would call a unit link policy or a term policy? That could be one of the uh, litmus test or does the company really believe that you know you're equidistant and you want the customer to pay his premiums? Right. Prashant, um, it's those kind of things. Yeah. Prashant, so one is this uh, uh, you know there's a moment where the market understands that there is a product. What is it that you think the industry needs to do or for instance your company is doing to just sustain the momentum? How do you just keep this in the because life insurance a pure term is really the first product you buy before you put your rupee in investments. This is the product to buy. Now, how? what is it that the industry is doing or you are doing to maintain that momentum of this uh, uh, insight that people have got? So it has to happen from both sides, demand side as well as supply side. And I'm, I'm sure uh, many of my colleagues have done a fantastic job in fixing the supply side. For example, Monica, uh, a couple of decades ago, uh, if one were to buy uh, pure term or you know term plans, it was nearly impossible. That didn't exist. Uh, since then, uh, you know we have made huge strides in terms of making these products available at reasonable prices through various channels. Uh, mm -hmm. We have made 
sure that uh, there is a lot of buzz around it and we are talking about it. So that's one part. The other one is demand side. And uh, I completely agree with uh, what Vipa was saying. India is a very large country and uh, uh, the demand actually builds up slowly. Uh, and uh, we do this survey, uh, you would have perhaps seen, it's called India Protection Quotient, where we go and speak to many people. And one of the questions that we ask is, about ownership of term plans. And uh, you'd be surprised to know that even in the topmost segment, the ownership is it is quite quite small. And uh, you're talking then about millions and millions of people in all kinds of cities, in all kinds of income segments. So this journey about demand generation understanding is going to take long. And how do you expedite that, that then? You expedite it by, uh, by creating awareness. And uh, I'm very happy and proud that for the first time, all the life insurance companies came together to create awareness about life insurance. We had great plans in which we are going to execute. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's a campaign that uh, was quite visible. Uh, we have taken a hiatus because of uh, uh, because of COVID, but we are going to do this multi-year program of creating. <laughs> but uh, it also happens because of government government interventions of uh, you know government plans, uh, which kind of give a push. That needs to happen on a. Uh, on a more sustainable basis and also in a manner that creates an e uh, ecosystem that is a win-win for all parties, the providers as well as the buyers. So those are the things that one could think of in terms of creating more and more uh, adoption, more and more penetration of term plans. But this term, uh, this uh, trend is uh, sustainable, it's picking up, and I'm sure it's a step in the right direction. Uh, Mahesh, do you think it's sustainable? Or uh, do you think post-COVID, we are probably just going to go back into doing what we were doing? So do you think uh, this learning will go away? Or do you think it's there is a shift in the perception? See, there is going to be definitely a taper, tapering off after the, you know, once the vaccine is found or once there is a, a reduction in the number of cases, then the interest will definitely uh, taper a little bit. But then what will uh, uh, definitely stay is that uh, people will be more aware about the products that are available. Uh, they will also be aware of the, uh, of the dangers of not uh, having a cover. And so, you know, some people may postpone the decision uh, after, uh, after this uh, thing is through and they think that uh, things are back to normal. But I'm sure that from uh, what was pre-COVID levels, it will definitely be higher. And, uh, you know, the other thing is the industry is also making people aware. And we are talking uh, to, uh, you know, to the public and telling them why it is essential. I think the, the basic uh, uh, message behind every advertisement that you see now of all the companies is that, you know, this uh, insurance, insuring yourself, protecting yourself is very important. And that message is being driven home. Now, what is what will happen is that uh, uh, some of the people who have a panic reaction may uh, sort of lose that kind of uh, immediate, immediacy of that uh, requirement. But it is not going to go away. And moreover, uh, as people become more and more aware of uh, what products are uh, available, uh, then they realize that they can, you know, go ahead and do it because uh, a lot of it is also about not knowing whether they can afford to have a cover. Now it's becoming more and more uh, clear, you know, with all the ads coming 
in more education okay and uh, coming to you murli with see lic there is uh, an ipo brewing we all know that and then there is this shift in the consumer preferences what happens to the internal uh, plans and numbers i know you can't let go of secrets but internally you know is there any conversation about uh, a shift in the way the product structure is uh, you know products are cut across the different pies and also in the in the calculations of internal value does the conversation change at all because uh, people come to lic with savings in mind and typically what i understand is they go to a private sector they, they look at uh, premiums and they look at uh, claims and then they go to somebody online in the private sector usually to buy term so how, how does that changing preference affect you and possibly the ipo uh, i can't say much about ipo monica but uh, one thing is sure that uh, yes uh, uh, there is there is not much of a change in our thought process as far as insurance is concerned marketing is concerned as i as I already viva and others have said uh, there is a consciousness creation work that is being done and it has its impact even in lic we also get this uh, inquiries about term assurance you know ultimately uh, if you ask me whether it is going to affect the corporation's performance or the financials uh in in terms of shift we have not seen that kind of a shift that it will impact the commercials of the corporation that is number one number two ultimately it remains to be seen whether covid 19 is a black swan event or a, a gray rhino event and if if one is converted to the other uh, what is the impact like people at all of a sudden were taken aback by whatever was happening and then suddenly uh, there is a lull there is a kind of a Uh, a, a kind of a pushback. People are now come back almost like uh, you know, it everything is normal. The way people behave outside in the roads also, I've seen people behave as if everything has already come back to normal. So the the statement that uh, SBI Life and uh, Max Life was saying the same thing is is what my experience is that the consciousness arisen has changed. So in our case, we almost always have been pushing more on. Uh, savings for less on term assurance product but yes is a market shift in the uh, understanding of people and that is also reflected in our market in our uh, business strategies also but whether it will impact the financials i don't think to that extent it will okay okay i'm moving to a different but related topic and i hinted upon that earlier that a pure term plan is a far easier product in terms of both disclosures uh communication and even for an individual to compare because there aren't so many moving parts to the product but uh so a ulip is a little more complicated yet you have largely expenses put in neat buckets and you know you do understand the product a little better but it's with the traditional part of the market and that still is 85% of the market where the bulk of the sales happen uh where disclosures effective disclosures at least for an average individual are difficult to understand because somebody has to explain that to you and in that explanation a lot of stories can happen now what is happening is that we are starting to see fintech companies come into the space and offering to decode policies to say that uh, you know we will actually tell you what the irr is and if you are buying insurance for a savings uh, purpose then that the irr does become a very important number 
and the fact that uh, closure of a policy before a certain number of years before you've actually finished uh, almost till the end of the policy is a big hit possibly on your uh, capital. I want to ask you, um, Prashant, that how do you think uh, both the uh, where the three parts of the market, the individual, the agent, and the industry will shift to this new disruption, which is going to be caused by technology. We've seen technology really act in the asset management space, but it's beginning to come to insurance. So you, we've had companies who've come and done this, but now they're beginning to use AI. So it's a whole new game, which is beginning to come. And the next two, three years, we should have many, many more players. How does this, what happens now? Okay. Uh, I think I think those are the steps in the right direction, uh, Monica, to be honest. And one needs to look at the overall market. And I believe that at some stage, uh, there are several factors which start to play out. So, for example, there's this, this term thing that we spoke about that's comparable. You could still go ahead and do that. Uh, but it is not just about price that will play out. I think this, if you start to look at this term plan, uh, it will be a combination of multiple things that will play out and it will create opportunities for people to charge higher and still be more successful because the customer is looking at trust, he is looking at brand, he or she is also looking at uh, you know your, your track record on settling claims, etc. But at the same time, I think the companies will, uh, will also look at uh, their success in uh, you know, finding the customers uh, at a reasonable price, but more than that, their reinsurance arrangement, their own mortality experience, how well they could underwrite. So one needs to solve for multiple things uh, to fix that. But you know, for customers, it may be comparable. Uh, if you look at the other part, which is ULIP, of course, there's a lot that has happened. It is more transparent, etc. It works quite well. But within that, I think the ability to constantly give good returns, uh, your overall track records, the NPAs you had in your portfolio will start to play some role. If you look at the second part, which is non-par, which is you know a, an interest rate guaranteed design, which has become quite popular at this point of time, which is again a, a particular design, which uh, where market forces are are playing out. Uh, you have to compare, and people will look at you versus other people, and then you have to come out you know more successful. That will play out. That leaves the segment of participating, which you know I, I know you have had views on. And, you know, uh, we have interacted in the past. I must share that with you, that participating products, and for that matter, many of the life insurance saving designs are not investment designs. They don't compete with investment options. They're not just simply returns. This is something uh, which, you know, people put it as, uh, as a secured vehicle where they expect a particular kind of return, which can be significantly lower than... Uh, an equity return or you know return in 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 a gold or land or whatever and and there's a market for it right you go and look at it there are people who park tons of money in their savings account or put it in fds and you they keep it there so maybe uh, you know life insurance savings actually competes with that and there's a tra tax incentive etc so slowly uh, you know uh, the comparison set actually goes away so really i'm not in that camp saying uh, it's it's bad and people shouldn't go down that path. I think it's it's a matter of individual choice and this rebalancing, Monica. You'll agree that it is happening more and more. From earlier days of all of traditional, now there is a lot in the bouquet that is available for customers to choose from. And I think all kind of customers will exist and they will continue to make their choices. These are 
I mean, I consider that as a market reality. Yeah. yeah, no, no, absolutely. And I'm actually contrary to what people may think. I'm actually on the same page by saying that uh, there is actually a market for guaranteed, a low guaranteed product because there's a price to a guarantee. I mean, all of us understand that there is a price to a guarantee. I think my quibble has been about the disclosure of that guarantee and uh, non non part well does that to a certain extent but uh, participating is very difficult to understand what that guarantee there is no guarantee there is a you know so it's a difficult uh, product to decode but i want to i want to actually move to mahesh to say you know quick comment on ai in decoding traditional life insurance products what you know where does that leave uh products what happens uh, ai can be used for many things so uh, <clears throat> ai can be used for improving claims experience ai can be used for uh, improving customer service uh, so what happens is uh, what is what is basically artificial intelligence you give a set of conditions and then you know it uh, the machine follows uh, those things so the more extensive it is the more like human thinking the more uh, logic you can add to it the more it will uh, uh, you know mimic a human being and give out decisions which a man would have normally uh, done and this can be faster and done in you know multiple times so a person will have to look at each case uh, but the computer can do it like you know in uh, in a few seconds or something like that so ai is definitely going to uh, be there and uh, it's going to be more and more part of our lives like for example we are uh, at sbi life we are already using artificial in intelligence to do a lot of uh, things so we have auto underwriting for example and 25% of the cases are uh, auto underwritten so it's it's, it's not uh, something of a rocket science kind of thing today it's it's like uh, become very normal and going ahead it will help uh, a lot of uh, things you know like for example chatbots uh, if you if you ask me uh, you call a company for any information about your uh, about your policy or anything uh, there has to be somebody who looks up the policy and then tells you now there are chatbots so chatbots can actually uh, answer any kind of question which is already programmed and now the computers can learn from the questions that come in Right. Okay, so right. there will be disclosure. It will be easier for people to find out uh, about their policies. It will be easier uh, for them to get uh, information, not wait for the uh, operator to pick up the call or something. It can be done on the screen. So, so I think it's it's the way to go ahead. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.